So over the next few weeks, we're going to be talking about the Lord's Prayer. You know, that one that you probably learned at a young age that you've probably said over a hundred times in your life. And But the problem with a prayer like the Lord's Prayer is that it becomes so familiar that it loses the beauty and the power and the role that it has in our lives that God intended for it to have. So this week, we're going to dive into our looking at the Lord's Prayer by looking at a phrase that is mentioned in it, which is our Father. But before we dive in even to that, how cool is it that Jesus, the Lord and Savior of the world, taught us how to pray? Many of us have allowed this, this prayer that we hear to become this monologue, if you will, that we recite like robots. But my hope is that over the next few weeks as we dive into this, we'll be able to reclaim the beauty and the power together of this prayer. So if you jump in and you look at Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 through 8, we hear these words. Whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites. They love to stand and to pray in the synagogues and at the street corners so that they may be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room, shut the door, pray to your father who is in secret, and your father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you are praying, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. So as we look at these verses for a minute, what is it that Jesus is teaching his followers not to do here when it comes to prayer? And the obvious answer is to not be hollow and empty, not to do it to seek the reward of people. But why do you think that Jesus would call this important? Why is it so important that Jesus feels the need to warn against it? Is it because people so often, even in our culture, have a tendency to, 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 as we hear, pray for people to see them praying and go, oh, look at how good they are at it? Or is it because that people have a tendency, when he talks about this empty phrases, to pray those church words, to use those words? And this is why so often when you hear people talking about prayer, they say, I'm not good at prayer. What they mean is they're not good at this idea of using those churchy words. And I think what Jesus is warning us against is that it's not all about that. I mean, I'm sure that if I was to ask you to think up some examples of folks or, or of situations where you've seen prayer being this way, then you could probably name them over and over again. But what we ultimately hear at the end of verse 8 is that your father knows what you need before you ask him. So what Jesus is saying is, I just want to have that relationship where you come to me and we have a conversation. So, so don't worry about who else is looking and listening. And don't worry about using just those correct words. Because what Jesus is worried about is the heart of the matter. And isn't it interesting that before Jesus teaches us how to pray, he teaches us what we should not pray. He says, don't do this. Don't do that. He says that prayer is not about putting on a show or drawing people's attention to you with those big churchy words. Jesus isn't impressed by those who make a spectacle of their faith 
nor does he believe that a lot of prayer has to be said for it to work. You don't have to pray for 45 minutes to get it to work. What Jesus wants to know, what Jesus is ultimately saying, say what you mean and mean what you say. When prayer becomes about showing others how devout you are or how smart you are or how eloquent you are, you can be, it loses the intention because it's no longer about you and God, but it's about other people. If part of the reason why you pray in public is simply to show others that you are praying, Jesus' response is very clear. It's stop. Cut it out. So if we look at Matthew 6, verse 9, the, verses that, the verse that comes right after what we just heard, what we hear is this. He says, pray then in this way, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. The first two words when Jesus says pray in this way is our Father, which so often we even hear this prayer referred to as the Our Father. And, and we can gloss over that and say it's no big deal, right? And the answer is wrong. It's a very big deal because nowhere else do in the scriptures do we see Jesus talk about our Father. Yes, he says my Father or your Father. But this is when he's saying our Father. Not only is Jesus including us in the family of God, he is teaching us to remember that every time we pray, we're including others in the family of God. Jesus is telling us that when we pray, we aren't simply praying to our own personal little G God in the sky, but we are joining with millions of other believers around the world who are also praying to our Father. Not only our Father, but we are also joining with Jesus in praying to our Father. Jesus is saying that there is a seat at the table, not just for us, but for all persons who desire to know God as our Father. And that we are in the family because God isn't just my Father or your Father or Jesus' Father, but He's our Father. We don't have to put on a show or use fancy words when we pray. We just need to be Come before our Father and realize that others get to do the same. We, have, we need to treat it in such a manner that we can talk to him like a father. So when you think of the Lord's Prayer, do you tend to think of it as more of an exciting gift that Jesus has given you or more like a fairly boring ritual that you learned in Sunday school? If the prayer feels more like a ritual to you, what do you think it would take to reclaim the beauty and the power of this prayer in your life? These are just some things to think about as we dived, as we looked this week at the very beginning of the prayer of how not to pray, but at the beauty of that when we do pray, we, are, we get to pray to our Father. And that reminds us that the best of all is God is with us. God bless y'all. I hope that you will join us next week as we continue to dive into the Lord's Prayer and what that means to us in our lives. God bless.